This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Our time is eight minutes after two o'clock. We are in the last hour of the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. We're going into a politics of a different nature. Uh, this time around, shift our focus to uh, developments coming out of uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, so we saw uh, just uh, in the, the past week, uh, the announcement there by Zimbabwe's opposition leader, Nelson Chamisa, that he's resigning uh, from the Triple C party uh, just for various reasons. And this morning, we'll get a reaction uh, from the Communist Party coming out of Zimbabwe, looking at the developments there. There were elections, remember, last year, and Triple C, the Coalition for Change, this party, the Citizens Coalition for Change, was the main contender of ZANU-PF and the hope of many Zimbabweans. I saw a lot of people, we've had even the Torah brothers here on the show, and they were talking about how there was a sense of hope in the young ones coming through to really receive resuscitate and save, uh, you know, Zimbabwe uh, from where it finds itself now and saying that uh, Nelson Chamisa is speaking to, uh, you know, the young ones and it looks like there is uh, revived a political spirit in terms of how then people would believe that uh, there would be an opposition that would intact and take uh, Zanu. PF head on, excuse me, but we're seeing him uh, just last week announcing Nelson Chamisa that he's resigning uh, from his party. He's saying that uh, the party has been contaminated, uh, the party has been hijacked by government. He's saying that he's walking away from the Citizen Coalition for Change uh, because of dirty tricks that he says are being played by the ruling ZANU PF. At least this is what uh, we've tried to gather in terms of his resignation here. There was a letter that was also uh, making the round. So claim as well that agents from uh, the party have infiltrated uh, the ranks of the triple c this being agents from zanu pf so this morning we get analysis we get reaction uh, from uh, Ngabuto in terms of the developments there within zimbabwe so you at home you're welcome to really uh, call in and let us know how you're receiving this news are you disappointed in nelson chamisa are you encouraged uh, by what he's saying are we really really seeing the opposition politics within Zimbabwe in jeopardy or in jeopardy looking at what has been happening over time within uh, that particular uh, country or this is just plain politics Uh, today you come tomorrow you're gone Uh, the party will still uh, continue uh, with another person at the helm so we'll try to answer all of these questions with Ngabuto as it takes us uh, to the bottom of the hour we are on at par fm 987 thereby x I go by at katlerolorodi underscore thereby x we're running behind the hashtag power zone this morning, uh, but then a reminder that we are on 0861-987-000. Do call in and give us a sense of how you're receiving this news of Nelson Chamisa. Mabuto, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, morning to you and morning to the listeners. Yeah, no, thank you very much for uh, giving us your time. Were you taken by surprise uh, by that announcement by Nelson Chamisa or looking at uh, developments within Zimbabwe? Uh, you can say that the writing has always been on the wall in terms of how things are going to go. 
well, well his resignation took people by surprise, uh, but what I was obtaining inside the Triple C did not take anyone by surprise because he opened himself up to such. Uh, his strategy, which he called strategic ambiguity, was not working. Uh, but what we cannot take away from Advocate Nelson Chamisa is that uh, uh, he is what a mass movement needs. A, a, a charismatic and a popular leader, uh, but what he then lacked was a strategic thinking. Uh, he did not surround himself uh, with strategic thinkers to say, uh, you have this huge support uh, for or huge following as demonstrated by the 2018 elections, uh, 2023 elections, in which in two cases he was more popular than in his party. Uh, he he won more votes than the party his party the MTC alliance in 2018. He did it the same in 2023. But uh, mm-hmm. his uh, downfall was his failure to work within a collective, uh, which uh, the collective in a mass movement will then provide strategic thinking to say that uh, once you have this huge support uh, behind you, this is why you channel this support towards an electoral victory. So he opened himself up uh, what he thought was not going to happen because uh, his strategic ambiguity was that you are trying to prevent uh, infiltration uh, to his uh, movement, uh, but this is exactly what happened. So that's uh, an when uh, some of us we argued that uh, you have a structureless party, you have a party that a movement that has no constitution, anyone uh, would have done what uh, uh, was done to Triple C because nature by itself does not allow any mm. vacuum. Yeah, I mean, also, when you look at it, he's talking about uh, infiltration uh, within the party. He's talking about all of these opportunistic elements that found themselves uh, within uh, the triple C, contamination, the hijacking of uh, the political party by a government and other officials that were linked to uh, ZANU-PF. These, uh, you know, uh, the kind of uh, things that were, you know, more or less made way for uh, by the lack of structures and the constitution as you say or uh, this is something that more or less it was even beyond his control uh, looking at how ZANU-PF has operated over time especially when they feel threatened uh, by a certain uh, political party so do you think that really he had control if maybe those structures and he worked in a collective he could have been able to manage this and he would would have still uh, been within ZANU I mean still within Triple C as its leader uh, or really when you look at it ZANU-PF F is rogue and whoever you are as a, an opposition party that comes through into this space you'll have to be ready uh, for whatever comes through looking at the fact that uh, this is how things have been going over time within Zimbabwe politics by its very nature is the strike for power so you can't blame uh, your opponent from infiltrating you because uh, uh, what your opponent does it has to start on how it has to destroy you because ZANU-PF is in power its key mission is power retention and uh, the opposition wants to get into power so it has to uh, uh, capitalize on the weaknesses of the ruling party to get into power the ruling party has to uh, uh, take advantage of the weaknesses in the opposition to retain power. So you cannot blame ZANU 
here for, for infiltrating you. Uh, you blame yourself for allowing yourself to be infiltrated because what Chamisa did, uh, even though he's hugely popular, as I've said, but he allowed himself to uh, be infiltrated or his movement to be infiltrated to an extent that he had to give up political space uh, uh, that he had gained through electoral victory in winning an, a number of parliamentary uh, and uh, local government seats in the last elections because the records themselves uh, meant that uh, the institu- he did not build an institution. He was only more concerned about himself. He was more only con- concerned about winning the presidency as opposed to building an institution. And uh, this is the problem that we have had in the rest of Africa, where we build strong individuals instead of building strong institutions. And what we are seeing in Zimbabwe is also a politics of cultism, uh, which which has taken over. Uh, uh, of course, the majority will simply follow Chamisa without even knowing what he stands for. And we see the reaction by his uh, departure, where members of parliament are now coming under attack from a, a social media users to say you just have to follow your leader, resign from parliament, resign from council and people are saying wait a minute, resign and go away because the leader never told anyone that he re- he was resigning, the uh, elected members of parliament just read on social media, so if they resign, where do they resign and go to because no one knows what the leader is planning. Mm. When you look at ZANU-PF and how you're saying that theirs would be a politics of retainment in terms of them staying in power the way that they have, I mean, in the lead up to the elections last year, uh, we had a lot of people on the show uh, talking to us about how ZANU-PF is just a party that if you are not a strategic, you won't in any way remove it from uh, the sources of power. And others even saying that ZANU-PF has managed to capture ZANU-PF as an electoral commission, the courts have been captured. So there's no way that even if you're coming into this space as an opposition party, you'd manage to win lost grants. But we saw Chamisa come out with 44% of the votes from last year's elections. Several members of parliament came through his party to move into that space, the triple C, even out beyond or them not having all of those structures in place, he managed to speak to the electors in a way that 44% of the voters, you know, gave him that particular mandate to go to parliament. Do you say, do you think that this would then be a disappointment, you know, on the end of the electorates that voted for a triple C, taking them to parliament? And also, does this then leave also those members of parliament in limbo, looking at the fact that their party or their party leader has resigned here. Uh, you know, just just give us a sense of the electorate's end in terms of how we are receiving this after having voted and then we'll go into the members of parliament and, and what really or where this places them as we see the politics unfolding there in Zimbabwe. 
his, his main weakness was that he failed to build on previous victories. If you started the 2018 election outcome, uh, uh, he won uh, more than 34% uh, of, of the vote. Nangakwa barely managed to win 50.08%, which gave, gave him the presidency. Uh, he had uh, managed to split ZANU-PF in 2018, where the G40 element campaigned for him. But this support uh, that he received from a, a, a faction within ZANU-PF did not retain it in 2023 uh, uh, to, have, to uh, drive or to have a good command in the election outcome of 2023. That support that he had deserted him because of lack of strategic thinking in keeping that core support. This is what we see in 2023, where he wins a substantial number of seats, but because uh, he did not build a political institution, a political institution that did not have political structures, which then meant that uh, he then opened himself up for all these attacks. But of course, we recognize that uh, Zimbabwe is a deep state, and uh, the question that, that we have been asking ourselves in the build up to elections, which is a question which we are still asking ourselves, is that can we dismantle a deep state through an, an, an election. Uh, but what we also recognized was that in a parliament, post-election parliament was supposed to be a key theater of the strike in advancing the strike for Democrats in Zimbabwe. But this has not been the case uh, because there was no parliamentary agenda uh, that, that, that was put forward. Instead, what we then saw were recalls that were done uh, within his own party. Yeah, and then the the the, the electorates. Uh, how are they receiving this? The, the, the electorate is, is, that, is certainly disappointed because you elect members of parliament, you elect councillors uh, as, as your public representatives, and uh, there is no agenda that, that, that is there. You might think out a city like Bulawayo, where the, the mayor uh, of Bulawayo uh, uh, Senator David Coulter has been seen uh, trying to to run a clear political program in Bulawayo. Uh, the question that that uh, everyone is now asking is: Will David Coulter stay as mayor, or is now being forced also to follow uh, Chamisa because Chamisa has resigned without tell- telling anyone of uh, his future political plans? And the MPs in this regard, uh, what happens there in Parliament? Do they remain members of Parliament? Uh, do we see, uh, even after Chamisa resigned, uh, the Triple C still maintaining its stance to say we are a political party, we were voted for uh, by the electors to come through and be members of Parliament? Part, part of his a lack of strategic thinking is that he, uh, when he was in his bedroom, he thought that by resigning was going to cause chaos in Parliament, where all members of his party parliamentarians were going to follow him. But, but the problem, because also a Parliament is a source of income for men, mm-hmm. uh, so they could couldn't resign, they couldn't follow him because they do not know his plans. So what he needed to do, which has been uh, part of his leadership, which, which is bad, by the way, is that he did not consult anyone. So what he should have done was to sit down with his parliamentarians and elected councillors to say, look, given what is obtained
happening in the party. Uh, don't you think that uh, if we move out of triple C because it has contaminated and so forth, the things that he highlights in his letter, we think we need to move out of this and uh, establish a new thing so that you build the confidence within your elected members so that they know that we are now taking this decision and all of us must follow this decision. But this did not happen. So everyone is now on guesswork whether it's going to establish an, a new movement which is known as a democratic alternative of Zimbabwe with the blue colors. And so it's a speculation because he did not make that announcement. And it makes it difficult because even the members of parliament, they are not sure whether if they resign and must uh, will ZANU-PF uh, through the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission as provided for in the constitution call for by-elections or they will say the country does not have money for by-elections and you have these members of parliament who had won in 2023 in limbo up to 2028. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, whilst I still have you on here, Mabuto, what, what do you make or what are his chances here? Does uh, this alternative uh, party that he is working on in the blue colors, like you've mentioned uh, there, uh, he said it. He's 45 years old, uh, this gentleman. He's saying that really when you look at it, uh, giving up or giving in is not an option. He's expected here uh, to set up a new political party uh, because he still says that uh, Zimbabwe can be saved uh, from the uh, likes of ZANU-PF. What are his chances? Uh, do you see uh, people now, now still buying into what he's selling them uh, here uh, as they believed in, in him for two terms uh, and or two elections and he now just abruptly resigned? Uh, so so w- where does this leave also uh, his political future? Because he's expected to really start up uh, this new political party. Uh, w- what does this tell you? Where does this leave him politically? And also, uh, do we see him really having a memory of a task uh, to convince the electorate that he's still the right man for the job? Well, well, well the, the first point is whether uh, those that have remained as triple thing, will they be able to build a, a formidable force? Will they be able to build the structures? Will they attract uh, uh, the support that the Chamisa attracted when when he was leader of of Triple Thing, uh, uh, and like like I have said, that is Zimbabwean politics follows some cultures. In, uh, we expect him to remain popular uh, uh, in his new movement. If he's going to establish a new movement, he's going to remain popular. But again, uh, if he does not. Rethink his strategies. If he does not surround himself with the strategic thinkers, he's going to suffer the same fate uh, in 2028. He might build a powerful movement, get to elections, prevent Zanupia from winning a two thirds majority, then another interim secretary general then emerges and do what uh, uh, the the current interim secretary general has done, uh, does what the previous uh, secretary general Monzora did in 2018. So, so he needs to build a, 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 an institution a, a, where he's the face of that institution, but it is an institution a, that cannot be easily infiltrated. I do not think that uh, 
Yeah, those that are remaining in CCC, we are not seeing a clear signals on where they are going. There's some kind of, at the moment, some confusion of what is going to happen. We've been seeing some statements, someone saying is now the acting president, the other saying, no, you are not the acting president. So they need to sort that one out. So if they cannot, in the CCC, that, that are remaining, fail to build also an institution, the new movement that Chamisa is going to lead is going to be popular, but again, Again, is going to fall on the last hardly because of lack of strategic thinking. Yeah, no, let's just wait and see how things, you know, would fare uh, where he is concerned here. Uh, because uh, when you look at it, he will not, he will now need to be strategic in terms of how he goes about this political party. Does he go uh, back to uh, those members of parliament or former m- members of, uh, you know, or members of Triple C to convince them that uh, that is a dying horse? Uh, let's join Dares now. Uh, this is where the future lies uh, because then one would say that w- was this infiltration too deep for him uh, to root out as someone that you can say that uh, he had built, uh, you know, triple C from the ground up. So th- there was nothing that he could have done to salvage the situation uh, here, according to you, Ngabuto. Well, you, you cannot prevent infiltration, but you can manage it. What, what he needed was uh, to go to Congress, a have elected leadership. If you have elected leadership, you cannot have cannot have someone standing up and says, "I'm the interim secretary general," and start recalling everyone. So that was his biggest weakness. He, he this guy is being supported by the majority of Zimbabweans, but he then failed on how to. Uh, built on this support uh, in building an, a powerful institution that will take on ZANU-PF and then opened himself up for, for, for these attacks that we have seen. To an extent, that thing, he has ended up running. I mean, politics by its nature is dirty. Uh, you can't run away from your shadow and say, no, it has been infiltrated, it is contaminated, and uh, you wish to build something that is pure. You will not have that that a uh, uh, in a pol- political contest like in Zimbabwe or in the rest of Africa or the world. If you want something clean, you will not even have that something clean even uh, if you lead the church. You have seen churches, please. So running away from Triple C uh, shows some cowardice. Uh, 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 on on his part, uh, so that might then dent uh, his future plans going forward. Because if you have these problems, instead of facing these problems head on, then then you decide to run away. And just before I let you go, Ngabuto, what is happening with Job Sekala? Uh, because we know very well that uh, there was that issue. The job had a court uh, appearance and, uh, you know, yeah, the sentence was deferred. Uh, just let us in on uh, what is happening here. Uh, because when I think Triple C, I think him. And when I think uh, ZANU-PF and the infiltration and what, uh, you know, Nelson Chamisa has alleged here, then I think of uh, the political dynamics that are playing out uh, within Zimbabwe uh, in a way that if more or less we still have people like your job color that are still behind bars uh, for uh, being activists and for being politicians that are opposition uh, politicians, uh, then uh, yeah, you, you're fighting somewhat of a, a lost battle here against ZANU-PF. What is happening with this matter? Yeah, Jobs the color is said is don't going to be sentenced today. We do not think that um, the regime will allow him 
uh, to be out of prison in the build-up to the 2028 elections. We have already seen a uh, solidarity uh, uh, movement being formed around the jobs color in Zimbabwe, and, and uh, this uh, is giving uh, ZANU-PM some signals that uh, uh, if jobs color is, is uh, freed from prison, he is likely to re- uh, uh, to build a massive mass movement. Uh, so ZANU-PF will not want that to happen. So uh, we speculate that uh, they, they will try to find ways of uh, uh, keeping him in prison so that yeah. he does not play any role in the build-up to the 2028 elections. Yeah, there's a lot happening there in Zimbabwe. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Ngabuto, for giving us your time this morning and for giving us clarity in terms of what lies ahead. I'm hoping that, you know, in the coming days, in the coming months, uh, weeks, uh, we'll tend to get clarity around uh, this new party, the DAZ, uh, by, uh, you know, Nelson Chamisa. If indeed, then this is the actual party that he'll be forming uh, because we're hearing him saying that he's not giving up or really giving uh, in uh, that is not an option, and all eyes again uh, will be on Zimbabwe, where the sentencing of Jobsikala uh, is concerned. It's just something that is just uh, mind-boggling uh, when you look at it. Uh, do we know how 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 much um, how many years uh, you know he stands to? What what, what are the charges here, Mabuto? Uh, what do you understand to be happening around this case here, Job? Well, this is a political trial, uh, but what the state says is that um, uh, Jobs Kala led uh, violence on recall and led that was murdered. And, and uh, uh, the state alleges that it was Jobs Kala that led a mob that went to ban uh, the home of uh, the alleged killer of, of uh, that female comrade. Uh, uh, so this is what they are holding uh, Jobs Kala on. And, and uh, there are, I think there are also other churches are around him. So the whole thing is, is political because uh, Job's color is seen as a, as a radical in the opposition ranks. And, and uh, the, the regime knows that uh, he has mastered the art of mobilizing the mass of people. And there is fear that uh, he is going to, to radicalize young people uh, if he is, is uh, out of prison. And uh, this will give the regime some headache. So the, the best way to deal with him is to keep him in prison according to what the regime thinks. Uh, yeah, no, it's a lot. But all eyes will be on the courts uh, in terms of that particular case. Thank you very much, Ngabuto, for giving us your time. The pleasure is mine. Awesome, man. Ngabuto Mabena uh, coming through there from Zimbabwe, just helping us understand uh, the latest coming out of Triple C. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.